This is Ziggy Heim, and you are listening to Wrestling Cheers. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, but we're not ready. This is Wrestling Cheers. We'd like to talk about things going on in the Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a review for episode two of AIW's Go For Broke. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you ever listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose, desire WrestlingCheers at gmail.com, and we have the merch store over at Whatamaneuver. Like I said, this is a review for AIW's Go For Broke Episode 2. I already said my name, and this week, well, we have the same cast back again. So first off, we have Charlie Butters. Hey, yo. And we have Jay Gold. Hey, yo. Fully vaccinated Jay Gold. Hey, yo. Yes, we're both fully vaxxed now. We can deep soul kiss. I still haven't got mine yet. Come on, Summers, do it. All the cool kids are doing it. I've... I've signed up for a couple things and I just haven't got anything back. It could be roughly because where I'm at, I might have to check other counties. And also like recently I just, uh, in between like leaving a job and starting another one, like especially new when I was going off to orientation, I didn't want to try to schedule something that was going to line up like, Oh, I'm not going to be home that day. Fuck. That's a, that's, that's a problem with all the, uh, the counties. It doesn't matter what, um, what, what town, what state you're in. It just, I feel like the gov- the state governments have really dropped the ball on the, the scheduling hopefully you'll get yours soon i even just double checked my county and because the the big mass uh vaccination place is not that far from where i live but supposedly the i'm not eligible yet or like like as like people they're trying to bring in like i don't qualify yet or something or they're at a certain phase that i'm not a part of i don't i don't know you give Jay Gold the name of your rep, and he'll he'll make sure he takes care of them on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I'm getting too old for that. Uh, up late, too too old for that. Too old to be screaming at people, but I don't I don't even care. I, I have a good time with it. I'm too old don't, to care if people get upset with me anyway. The only reason you're complaining tonight is because you don't you don't have a drink in your hand. I don't want to hear it. That's. <laughs> <laughs> That is correct. Tonight I am not drunk, so whoever thinks that I talk too much or got to get to my point, I'll get to it tonight as soon as possible. <laughs> oh, the list on that one. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think you should have rolled the dice with your second COVID shot. She's been like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get drunk too." I'm not even gonna mix that. Whatever's gonna come later on tonight <laughs> with uh, uh, whiskey or whatever. I think I'll just let this kind of hit me. That's a different kind of go for broke. Yeah, you only got about 13 minutes before it, it should be really, really getting in there on you. 
Oh, I know. By, by the timing, yeah, I'm looking at it. That that clock is is running down before I have to join the uh, COVID Biggins tournament or whatever it's going to be. I better get that clock ending. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, first thoughts on episode two. Start with Jay Gold. Uh, this episode was, to, in my opinion, was was, and I said it a whole bunch of times on Twitter. This episode was insane. It 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 let's let's uh, turn it around and, and look at it from from you know, just kind of almost like a rundown without a rundown. It had, it had wrestling. It had the, the, the vignettes were, were spot on tonight. The behind the scenes, um, the, the reality style of, of backstage videos were right on point and, and they were funny. They were serious. They, they were strategy. Um, we got to see some crazy matches. Um, and I said it once or twice on Twitter it reminded me of the old days of ECW on sci-fi where you could get like a Kelly Kelly and Mike Knox. And then all of a sudden, you know, Marcus Corvon is going to come out and wrestle and, uh, and you could get, you know, test versus like, uh, Mark Henry out of nowhere that it, it, it had everything tonight and it kept, and it really kept me a big smile on my face. So tonight is going to be a fun episode to kind of run down. How about you butters? Man, this was, uh, this answered a lot of questions that we had last week or a couple days ago. And, uh, yeah, so this is a lot of fun before we get into a lot of the matches. Um, my thoughts on it is I felt like we started off with a bang and even the second match kind of went rolling with it, uh, a little bit different. It felt a little bit different from last week, but at the same time, they they did a, and kind of prove on some things, especially a lot of stuff that, you know, Jay gold was talking about that he wanted to see. And we, saw it one way or another we saw a leader board we saw you know money getting handed out so boom that's that was two things on the on the criticism from last week then um i feel like we don't exactly know everything that's coming uh the fact that we actually had somebody wrestle in the first two episodes which is not something i was expecting but it happened uh they lost fairly quick both times but hey they they were on the tv twice in a row uh, other than that, uh, the, I think the backstage segments and like the stories that they're going to tell that way, like we're starting to get a little bit more. I felt like week one, uh, we got kind of like teases. They were just like minor, minor, uh, storylines type thing. But now in week two, we're, we're building on that. And that's to me, that's great. So we started off the episode with a first, a recap from last week, which was good. And, uh, I kind of enjoyed that. It kind of refreshes you on some of the rules and also uh highlighting some of the matches as well as hey boom here's people getting bacon's box and here is the leaderboard so after the what was after that charlie did we go well, sh- straight in the match well, or am well, i missing let's, something let's, let's go back and talk about the uh let's talk about the beginning there let's talk about the the leaderboard um and let's talk about the payouts so um, as, as they told us in the beginning the superstars are responsible for keeping track of their own bucks. And they're also responsible for, um, making sure that their bucks are safe. So, um, we got an, a chance, uh, almost from the outside looking in, uh, at the leaderboard. So as a fan, we could get an idea of who's where they need to be. And then we also get to see how they're going to obtain these bucks. And it's almost like, the best what what made me smile was like it was almost like a a blood sport backroom style here are your bucks handoff like as you saw um you know Dom collecting his his bucks in his ROH hoodie and Wes is sitting there laughing as he's 
as he's waving the bucks around. You know, it's all cash. You know, the, the transaction's all cash. It doesn't look like there's any receipts. And, uh, and you're not going to have to claim that for taxes. Um, so I, I really enjoyed, you know, just and how it was integrated almost into the intro. So you had the new intro. Um, you had, and I love what the theme song and I love the intro where they, th- this one kind of just, I like how it's almost like, uh, AIW puts out a calling and these guys start working out and getting ready to go, you know, fight, uh, in the tournament. And I think that's, that's a very cool spot. And I really enjoyed knowing now that on Tuesday nights, when the show starts, we can all either snap a photo, look at Twitter or look at social media and grab those leaderboards so that if, for those who are keeping track at home, like us. We'll know exactly where we stand in the next three or four weeks, so we don't have to kind of guess. So I think that 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 intro was really, really important this week to kind of lay the groundwork because a pilot, you know, even the NCIS Los Angeles pilot lost a bunch of actors along the way, changed the format. So we went into the second episode of this after the pilot, and you got a chance to see almost a brand new type of what you know what you can expect now each week. Now that the groundwork has been laid, here it is. Here are your leaderboard. Here's your money. And here are the guys getting ready to answer the call. So I thought that was a very cool part to the beginning of the show. I was just happy to see the CFO of AIW, Pedro DeLuca. So. Hell yeah. And then uh, right after we got all that, we did get a video package of Kaplan, which popped me. Uh, I, I figured he was going to be somewhere in this, but uh, wasn't exactly sure when. So boom. We start off episode two with a video package from him. And instead of which this is kind of a little bit different from what we thought from last week, people got video packages and they weren't in the main event. Like even when we went back to the last week, the Duke, I forgot. Uh, and actually uh, Bishop both got obviously uh, promo packages, but they were like, oh, they'll be in action next week. And here it was like, oh, you know, here's Kaplan. He's in action next, which I thought was awesome. And 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 Kaplan's uh, vignette was uh, quite um, um, enlightening. Uh, gave him some real, made it really feel real. Um, I did not know anything about Kaplan going into this. Um, uh, I told you I think the, the last when we did the preview show, I never saw him actually wrestle. So um, it was nice to really learn exactly what you know he brings. And and you know these vignettes are really helping set the stage where. You know, you can you can start to pick who you want to win if you're an outside. You know, if you're not just like a, a straight AIW fan, like kind of like we are, where we picked our favorites. If you're an outsider who who really wanted to get into this, kind of like our buddy Dalton, who's never seen you know an AIW show, here's your chance. You're going to learn. You're going to find out about these guys, and you're going to ju- you're going to get an emotional attachment to them uh, one way or the other. And if you do, you know you're going to pick it. And I think this one really humanized Kaplan and it, it, it made for, you know, you were really rooting for him, even though he went up against, you know, Twan, who we all love too. You, you know, you got a chance to kind of, uh, uh, get behind him and, 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 you know, pick who you want to win on that side. Shout out to my stepson, Dalton. There's something I feel like we've seen more this week, but I mean, we did see it a little bit last week too. We're getting really personal with these promo packages and it's good. It's not just like, Oh, I'm here to wrestle and blah, 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 blah. We're getting to this real world type thing. And I think that's what's helping separate, you know, go for broke compared to any other AIW show. And, and compared to any of the shows that are on IWTV, look at what was on prior. I, I mean, you, 
you have your standard wrestling show. And then now you can absolutely look at this show as an alternative to just wrestling. It is, it is a, it is a humanizing reality wrestling show with the focus uh, and, 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 you know, we're doing reviews, so that's something, but I think the focus is going to be as the show wears on, the focus is going to be on the personalities of these guys. And so that when they do come back live and when you do go to shows or if you do turn on IWTV and you watch them do, you know, one of their their live shows on a Friday night, you're already going to know you're going to have your guy and it's going to help make these guys even better in the eyes of the fans. Anything to add to that, uh, Butters? No. Good job. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. So kind of like Jay Gold said, we started off with Big Twan Tucker and Kaplan. And to me, I mean, that that just made like, okay, we're gonna, we have this Kaplan promo package. All right, he's up next. And then it's against Big Twan. I'm like, oh, this is this gets even better. And I don't think I've ever seen them in a match together. I might have. But, you know, at the rate that Kaplan's been wrestling over the past like handful of years, I don't think it's happened. This match was Kaiju big battle. This was a giant. This was two giant men, uh, you know, like Ultraman and one of those, you know, and one of the the creatures that he fights go, when he grows really big fighting each other in a town like these guys were just demolishing each other, laying in the wood like I have in my notes. There should be a blue cage for this match like like Hogan versus Bundy. Like these guys were throwing each other around. You, I think you could see the ring shift. When they did that that seg that spot where they were splashing each other back and forth, that was th- this match was fun, and you could just feel on on social media, and you can feel kind of through the TV that Thorn, John Thor, and uh, Wadsworth, and even the people on Twitter were having fun with this match, just seeing these guys kind of kind of hammer each other. How'd you feel about the match, Butters? Uh, it was quick, man. It was, uh, as excited as I was for it, it felt like it was like over kind of quick. It was hospital, but it was quick, which is, you know, what they kind of said we were going to get. So unfortunately with, with this week, because we're literally recording, you know, right after it, it aired on IWTV. So I don't have cage match to pull from, so I can't pull exactly how long these matches were, but it, it definitely wasn't a short match, but it, it felt it was decent. Decent, like time wise, for like what what these shows have been, especially with you know some of the later matches, which are actually like really short. How much how much time do you need to give these guys? I mean, in 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 real life, guys that size aren't going you know fifteen minutes. So I'm glad if they give them three to six for this show, it makes it makes more sense. I think it's more impactful. Ah oh, man, give give those to a twenty minute barn burner. <laughs> Though I don't know if Big Twan can top his match with Faye Jackson. That that's like his like limit for me right now it's like if, if he can ever surpass that that that's fucking awesome <laughs> legendary but yeah i think i think uh i think kaplan came into this looking terrific physically um you know i i do remember seeing videos and he looked this this time he moved very he moved well um i think i think tuan came in a little rusty i don't think thorn wasn't you know wasn't um wasn't hiding behind the ring rust, you know, Thorne was like, these guys, you know, ha- obviously have some ring rust in there. Um, so that was kind of cool to hear, kind of hear, you know, from, from the announcers and not sugarcoat the fact that, you know, we hadn't seen Twan in, since probably last summer and Kaplan hasn't wrestled in a really long time. So, you know, and I, I don't think we're watching this show 
four or five star bangers from Tuan and Kaplan. Just they they got the point across in this match. So I think that's all we needed. And I do think with this episode in particular, especially with the first two matches, you need to be an AIW fan to really get it. Because I can't imagine, you know, being someone who doesn't understand much about AIW and then like, you know, your first match is Big Tuan Tucker and Kaplan. And then even with the second match, like that's a I mean, that's a bigger you know, like deep cut for a, a fan, like who the fuck's razor sharp. Like he was in, you know, the gauntlet for the gold and that kind of doesn't mean anything to a lot of like outside fans, but I'm curious to see how well uh, that was perceived. Anything else to add for big Twan Tucker and Kaplan? Not for me. Really couldn't, uh, really couldn't choose who I wanted to win this match. So let fate decide. Oh, fate picked Kaplan got the win. He's on the board. That's a that's a thousand bucks to Kaplan, and uh, he moves up down that leaderboard, and he'll be right where he needs to be uh, moving forward. What happened after this match, Butters? Oh, we got a production promo. Not just any production promo. The the introduction of the Neon Tarantino, my my pick to win the uh, Biggins tournament and this whole show, Derek Dillinger and. His uh, his muse, his uh, he's the the puppet master behind his lady, his leading lady, uh, Ziggy Heim. Um, and and he did it in typical uh, Derek fashion where the the uh, vignette was an old grindhouse style uh, TV movie with a red band trailer. And uh, I think that th- this one really this for me, I, I'm a huge you know me, I'm a huge Derek fan. And this one this one popped me big, I think. uh I think this really is the right way to introduce him to the uh, to the AIW world for this show. And not even just him, you know, uh, Ziggy, too. You know, uh, Big Z, I think, was the was the nickname used for her. One of the many nicknames used for her. Well, you know, they they they're really going with that. Um, uh, I forgot. See, I'm drawing a blank. I forgot his name from uh, Pulp Fiction and, and the girl when they were. The couple that was the the two the two sitting in the uh, in the diner when Sam Jackson was talking to him about his his wallet you know almost going for that type of vibe uh, Bonnie and Clyde type of vibe you know new age uh, Bonnie and Clyde um, and and I think that everything Derek does has this this you know sheen of a VHS tape to it when he does his vignettes and it it kind of it really does feel gritty and grimy and I think you know he. he that's exactly how you should you should look at him and Ziggy when they come out. And, uh, you know, we get a little more of them later on in the night so we can discuss it. But I think uh, um, this was the right way to do it. And it, it you know, popped me. Anything to add to that, Butters? No, man. It's, it says it all, man. I got to say much. Got it this right. You're going to think it's your podcast. I, yeah. I come prepared. I come prepared. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to the next match. Notes and you guys go over them. So I don't really have much to say. I'm literally just reading off my notes when you guys talk. So. <laughs> It's not like there's a whole ton to really analyze with this. It's pretty straightforward. All right, let's move on to the next match. Next up, we had the Duke versus Razor Sharp, which this is kind of what I was talking about when it comes to, you know, kind of it being such a deep cut with the first two matches, because, you know, we got this now too. The Duke, I don't know how many people really even follow him outside of, you know, Ohio. And then Razor Sharp, like I said, it's not even, you know, even close to as big as the Duke is, but I felt like this was definitely for us. And I loved it. Uh, quite, quite short match though. The Duke made kind of real easy work of razor sharp and, you know, razor sharp picked up the, 
I mean, uh, Pacer Sharp did pick up the win. The Duke picked up the win. He answered my question as to I was going to ask you guys if if I didn't notice it. Uh, what is the Duke's finish? And I I see the Duke bomb, and that was a that was a fun finish for him. So, what were your thoughts on this match, Butters? Uh, I had that uh, the Duke and the Bitcoin boys were backstage to start off the segment. Uh, then they had the match, and uh, Duke won with a Duke bomb, is what I wrote down. So, yeah, that's what I got. Short and fast and to the point. Lots of plotting. Duke was plotting. Yeah, well, yeah. The... Now, and this is, we see a lot of that from him in this episode. So, this is just the start of pretty much Duke in every other segment. I mean, I like that I asked for your thoughts and you just told me what happened. It's my thoughts. It's what happened. Pretty lonely up there. All right, Jay Gold, well, uh, what were your thoughts on this match? I, uh, the, I mean, you guys, everybody loved Razor, so I think I feel like the, the internet kind of glowed with uh, with Razor Sharp uh, references and you aren't ready and all those things. Um, you know, he didn't get the classic vignette package. Maybe that'll be coming. Um, but, um, yeah, he went in there and... and you know, did his best, but uh, but the underhanded Duke came away with this one in, uh, in, in, in good fashion, you know, sporting the matching Bitcoin boys uh, uh, jersey shirt to go out there and wrestle. Um, and, you, you know, you brought it up, I think, in the preview show about having, you know, factions and having someone else out there with them. So, you know, that really came into play in this entire episode, Duke and the uh, and the Bitcoin boys. I re- yeah, poor Ricky, the only one that, that doesn't uh, doesn't have any money yet. But we'll get to that. Well, Eric doesn't have any money yet either. As sure we'll get to it as we're going through this review. Um, yeah, I, I kind of hope we do get more matches with Razor Sharp. Give him give him a promo package too. I think that'd be great. Razor could be the high profile, uh, uh, you know, uh, lower card level guy who goes out there and I'm not going to say jobber, but guy who goes out there and gives his all. Um, and, and, you know, gets a good pop from the crowd while he's out there reminiscent of, uh, of Barry Horowitz or, uh, or, or Barry O so to speak. I mean, even like Barry Horowitz, you, he could get, yeah, get that surprise victory. That's right. Get that, get that upset and shock everybody. I mean, that, that would be great. Even if like, imagine it's, uh, it's a rematch versus the Duke. He just, he gets a roll up out of nowhere against Wes. That would be that would that would the, the whole show would be turned upside down if that happened. All right, Butters, what happened after this match? Uh, we got the, the TKD promo, and this kind of goes into a little bit more with uh, personal life stuff. Uh, I've being friends with him on Facebook. I, I've I've obviously seen it where he's, he's come out, come out of the closet, and I think I think that's awesome. Like he's a he's he's a cool dude, and I'm happy that he can be comfortable you know, in his own skin and, you know, come out of the closet like that. That's to me, that to me, that's awesome. And he's a dude that I would like to see more of. I don't know why he hasn't been as many places as like some of the other students could be, there could be reasons behind it. I, I'm not hundred percent sure, but I think there's more there. It's just, he's, he's definitely got to work on it now. Like just adding that kind of like personal touch or him, him even getting to open up. Cause I can't even tell you if I've ever heard a TKD promo. If I did, it was shorten it just something I, I don't remember so i think this also adds a little bit of when we talk about you know their their personal life but it also it also gives them like extra time to talk like even with kaplan like i mean i've heard <laughs> i've heard kaplan say crazy fucking shit uh but that was still like more more time for him cutting a promo that i've never heard before and and i think it was it was out of 
character, so to speak, like not in character. You got a chance to see uh, TKD the man. And I think that, you know, it was raw and it was honest. And uh, and that's, you know, we said it before. That's what's making this so different. I mean, look at that. I mean, that's a that's a little bit of groundbreaking television right there to uh, to show, you know, for someone who in the wrestling community to come out, you know, during a um, during a vignette. And uh, and and I think it's brave and it's it's different. And, it, it, you know, it should be applauded, should be discussed and applauded because it was a very uh, it was a very um, interesting bit of, of television tonight. Any thoughts to add on that promo, Butters? I like that they're, they're doing this mix where you're getting these these real world things about these guys. And then you're also getting these uh, backstage segments that uh, feel a little bit more they're off the cuff, but they're you know, you can kind of tell they're kind of leading towards certain stuff. So. I think that's kind of fun. Um, it's a little, it's a nice little mix uh, to ride that line and then see how that's going to go. So curious how that, how far they can really go with that. And then if I'm correct, right after this was the match, right? No, after no. this, oh, after was this another was, okay. yeah, there, there was a uh, uh, Wes starting to Wes and the shooters ripping and, and shooting in the, uh, in the green room. And, uh, and, and I, I can't remember some of the lines, but I do remember at the end, um, they showed, they zoomed in on Derek and Ziggy and you could see like Derek almost like puppet mastering behind Ziggy, like talking to her. And I think, I don't know if that set up the, the main event or if that was later on in the, um, in the episode, but you could tell something was up and was brewing between the production right there. They had something going on as they watched the shooters leave the room. So one of the lines was JB got the belts, Wes got the bucks. And then there's a bunch of shit talking to Twan, Arthur, MacArthur, Dom, and uh, Riley Rose. Oh, yeah. I think uh, Bishop said uh, Dom was good to see you put shoes on or something. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then they were making fun of Riley Rose's tattoos. Uh, and, yeah, there was there was a few other few other pieces in there that was, uh, that was a good chuckle that kind of separated, you know, it, it kind of lightened up. Uh, or, or went in a different direction from TKD's vignette to them, the Rip City shooter shooting, and then into yeah, then into that match with Artie and and TKD. So let's um, let's move on to the next match. Like it was said, next up we had Arthur McArthur versus TKD. How'd you feel about this match, uh, Jay Gold? Uh, it was it was fine. I mean, it it served its purpose. You got a chance to to see TKD in his vignette. And then he went out there, you know, against a guy like Artie, who is, uh, who very experienced. There was a few really fun spots, you know, Thorne made some good jokes about Artie flexing every five minutes, both guys, uh, taking too much time, you know, doing whatever it is, flexing and posing and posturing. I think he said it a few times leading up to the end, but, um, yeah, it was a standard match between the two guys. And I think it was enough to get, to get the, uh, to get to the next, uh, uh, you know, to get the next win for, for TKD and move on to the next spot. Comparing it to the Southern underground pro show that we did the review on for IWTV guide. How did you feel about Arthur MacArthur, you know, doing a lot more of the, the character stuff? Well, well that works here. It, it already, already Mac, the already Mac, Arthur MacArthur, strongest man in all the land time traveling, you know, top wearing guy. It works every time in AIW, 
It may not work every time outside of AIW, but it works every time here. So like even when he's sitting in the green room and they're ripping on him, he's got the hat on. He doesn't change. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't change his demeanor. You know, that Artie Mac works in, it works in AIW no matter what. So I like it here. I don't necessarily need it in SUP, but I like it here. You know, do you know what I mean? Does it make sense? A little bit. <laughs> I still say that if you just think that he's a crazy person who thinks he's from the past, it works really good. <laughs> it really does. It, it does work. Yes. It, it works either way that way. So just <laughs> we'll stick with that one for now until we're told otherwise. That, that's how it is. He's just a crazy person who thinks he was transformed, transported from another time. <laughs> I don't know. Listening to him on Pod Van Dam this week, I do think he's a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps it going, man. It yeah. just works. I, uh, yeah. So <laughs> one minute he has kids and the next minute he's talking about, he hoped to one day have kids. His parents are still alive somehow. It's wild, man. <laughs> he, he fought in world war one, but somehow he killed Osama bin Laden who was playing Fortnite, which I don't think was out at that point. So there, there's a lot of like, I'm now really leaning towards crazy guy. I, I like it either way. I think, the match is the match was supposed to kind of showcase TKD, but Arthur MacArthur is so good that like you know his his personality just shines through there. So you know he didn't really I, I wouldn't have like brushed him off even though he lost the match. I think he'll be he'll, he'll have you know some more key parts to this, but um you know it it, it went in TKD's favor. Look the 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 best part of him killing Osama bin Laden is that the phrase "try me." You- fat bitch was used. That was the best thing ever. I died. I died. That was the best. Well, it's in between that. Uh, I bopped him and uh, Pow right in the kisser, which great t-shirt ideas, by the way, (laughs) which after he said, I bopped him. I was like, if he doesn't say Pow right in the kisser, I swear to God. And then like <laughs> seconds later, he says, I'm like, good, good. That's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. He just, he, he just works. There's something, there's something really pure about it. And, uh, and it, it definitely works. I think he could use boxing gloves. I think that would up his gimmick more. <laughs> but that's just me. We should get the man some boxing gloves. That would work. Uh, just yeah, once. I don't know if those are legal in AIW. But just one. You have to wear just one. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> like in UFC. That's right. <laughs> just one. <laughs> I'm saying just once. I want to see him do it just, just randomly. Just come out with it. We'll take pictures and we'll put them online and we'll see what happens. Oh, God. Yes. The professional level of trolling <laughs> for that guy would be great. <laughs> yeah. So it was uh, TKD picking up the win. Yeah, it's about an eight minute match. Uh, okay, Jared. In the middle of this is when we find out that uh, uh, Ziggy has challenged Josh Bishop uh, in a non Biggins, non title match. So there was nothing on the line in that match. Then you have to you have to wonder. Now let's let's now we'll put on our our tinfoil hats. You got to wonder why she went ahead and did that. You got to wonder what was in her ear and what was going on. Um, uh, to want to, I mean, like, what was she thinking? I maybe mean, she don't like bullies. I don't know. Yeah. I, be, yes. Maybe the, uh, maybe the director was, uh, was telling her to, uh, 
soften up the champ for him. You never know. I just I, I like I like how I like Ziggy's uh, level of of almost like a an, a leashed pit bull that that they're going to unleash. Um, and she really uh, uh, I was very excited to hear that as as the show went on that that was going to happen. I don't think it's necessarily Derek pulling the strings for this one. I think it's it's basically Ziggy being crazy. Ziggy will do crazy shit and she will challenge the absolute intense champion, Josh Bishop, and give no fucks. Which is awesome, which really which which is it, it adds it adds such a layer to that character and to that group that that was I mean, such an unexpected. And in the second episode, no less, that's like killing off Ned Stark before the end of season one of Game of Thrones. No one saw that coming. It's like in the second episode, you already have somebody bum rushing the champion, even though it wasn't a title match. They just wanted a piece of them. Got to love it. You got to love where that that came out of nowhere. God, spoiler alert. You're never going to watch it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be like, man, I just started Game of Thrones yesterday. <laughs> but that, but that's a lie. I'll never watch that show. Though, even if I did, I would forget. Like, on, on a side note, I just, uh, I for the very first time, I just watched The Karate Kid. And I was the thinking. First one? The yeah, first one with Ralph Macchio? The very first one. Oh, my. I've, ne- I've never watched any of them. So I want to watch all three of them and then go into Cobra Kai. But I have probably heard spoilers for that movie. I mean, I I knew about the crane kick and I think I knew about a couple other things. But like as a whole, I couldn't tell you anything that I was told. So it, it was like watching a, a movie uh, generally that I hadn't knew nothing about. So it was it was, it was interesting. Well, I'm glad you saw it. Jeez. <laughs> 30 years late, but all right can't watch every single movie you can try <laughs> i've tried hell there i was even just thinking about there was movies that i know i've seen i couldn't tell you a fucking thing about actually i saw about time on tv like not too long ago and i was like i know i've seen this movie i don't fucking remember it like i saw it in the movie theater i remember nothing because i saw it once that was it and then i watched a thousand different movies after that makes sense some things just don't imprint. Yeah. But you know what did imprint? TKD's boot <laughs> to Arthur, Arthur's face for the three. Using those, uh, I, I really wanted to hear uh, Thorne or Wadsworth say um, intelligent feet. You know, like like Gorilla Monsoon used to uh, say, I think. Educated feet. Educated feet. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I really to, wanted to, I wanted one, to hear one it. To, yeah, one went to Harvard. <laughs> they, they owe it to us next time. Fix that up in post. I got to hear educated feet. Yeah, you think they would have mentioned something about uh, the ring being reinforced during Kaplan and Tuan, too. But, you know, they didn't, they didn't give us that <laughs> one either. Right. That would have been awesome. <laughs> Could have said the same thing during the Duke and Razor Sharp. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's why, you know, get us on the writing team. Make sure Ra- Razor is slimmed right. down. I don't know if I would have, if you need to reinforce it for Razor now. Who said it was for Razor? Uh. <laughs> oh. oh. Hey, we're not making enemies on this show. That is unnecessary. It's kind of a test to see if the Duke listens, but I, I know he does. He doesn't. <laughs> uh, like we said, TKD picked up the win, and he's on the board. What happened after this, Charlie? Uh, Arthur cuts a promo backstage where he has no accent. We have no recollection of such things. <laughs> so again, this proves the point that he's a fucking crazy person. Uh, while he's or, doing this, Xavier. Or hold on, hold on, hold on. 
or did, did TKD knock the accent out of him? <laughs> hey, it happened to Kofi. It happened to it happened oh. to <laughs> Yeah, it did. I mean, it's very possible, I guess. He just knocked him into a different personality. I don't I don't know. Uh I mean, the, but, uh, the opposite Xavier was there reading a book. Hold on, hold on again. Uh the opposite happened to Apollo Cruz. <laughs> Somebody oh, slapped the accent back into him. Right. Continue butters. <laughs> saying Xavier was reading a book back there or something while Arthur cut this promo and didn't look up once what was happening. He was intensely reading whatever he was looking at. He was intensely studying something. He's he's a very intelligent boy who just recently had a birthday. Was there anything after that? Uh, no. Then I, we went to the Riley Rose uh, Eric Taylor match. Unless I skipped something, I, I'm pretty sure that was it. No, that that that's was it because it was uh. Riley Rose was also kind of in the background too. Yes, he was. He was kind of like you know doing his uh, pre warm up strikes, which uh, came into play. So then we moved on to the next match: Eric Taylor versus Riley Rose with Xavier as the ref. So I thought that worked out really well. You had Arthur MacArthur leaving, and then you had the referee and one of the opponents for the next match right there, ready to go out. And that I got to say, Riley Rose looks good. I mean, he, he for a guy, you know, he's he's not as successful, but um, he looks the part, and uh, and I, I I do see some some good things for him. Um, but uh, uh, Eric Taylor is is you know he I think he's the Shawn Michaels of the Bitcoin boys right now with just the the way he looks and the uh, it, it may one day it may be barbershop window time. You never know. But uh, uh, Eric Taylor put a beating on old Riley Rose. Yeah, man, I think Riley Rose might, might be our, uh, our underdog that we get behind. He'll get, he'll get a standing ovation when we see him in Cleveland. If he, uh, if they get him on those shows, he'll yeah. earn some respect taking, taking the two beatings he's taken so far. I mean, like I said earlier, like he was, he's right now the only person to wrestle on the, the first two episodes or at least episode two episodes in a row. Yeah. We've, we've seen a lot of people within both episodes, that appeared in both, but he's actually wrestled. Well, even Thorne said he's he's he might have a sense of urgency, you know, trying to get a trying to get a win. He took a loss in the first episode, and he tried to get back on the horse and get back out there. But uh, unfortunately, uh, it was it was not to be had for that night. But it would be kind of cool to see him. I mean, even if he doesn't win one, maybe on every episode, see Riley Rose trying to get that get at least one time to the pay window. That would be kind of cool. All right, uh, Butters, what happened next? Uh, we finally were introduced to Ethan Wright. I mean, we, we, we had seen him before, and I did, did get the question via text message, who the hell is Ethan Wright? I Dude, I couldn't pick him out of a lineup if he gave me 10 guys and told me to pick one of them. Who was Ethan Wright? I couldn't have told you who it was. Uh, hey, I didn't say who texted me. <laughs> I, I don't care. I'll tell you it was me. I, I don't I didn't know who this guy was, and his his promo was was uh, his you know his interview was pretty interesting uh the way they had him like talking he he almost looked like phil from chicago uh but and everything else he did he didn't but uh just the way the interview went he he really kind of looked similar to him um but he had an interesting story so i'm, I'm kind of uh interested to see what he does so yeah, Justin, I, I was going to wait for this this part in the show, and I actually, Butters, I didn't realize you didn't know who he was either, so I'm, I'm going to leave this one up to you, Justin. I, I don't know anything about him. Um, it was interesting to see that he went to Harley Race's school. 
Um, what uh, what can you tell me besides what I saw in that in that vignette? Have you seen him anywhere, or have you uh, are you are you aware of him besides what we saw tonight? I've seen him a couple times. I know he is from this area, and you know he's he's wrestled in some you know easy to say you know like lower level companies. He doesn't uh, to me he doesn't have much of a personality. I think that's what he has to build on. Like he kind of has a look. He's you know decent enough in the ring, but like at the end of the day, he's like oh he's just Ethan Wright. Like I can't tell you a personality trait about him. Oh, so you've never seen him like. Integrated into any shows or anything like that, where he kind of shows you what he is. Uh, nothing personality-wise. Okay, so maybe then it'll be it'll some, be interesting to see him grow. Then I guess maybe he can get some plastic vampire teeth and he can be a spooky boy. <laughs> yeah, Danhausen's gone. We may need another spooky boy. And I, I don't think he's as gone as you think he is. He can still work indies with Ring of Honor, so he may show up again down the road. But we did lose an Ethan. This is true. So, I mean, I'm interested, like, uh, after hearing, like, his story, like, I- I'm like, okay, now I know some background on him. Let me, let me see him wrestle probably next week. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm not, you know, hundred percent sold on him, but see what happens. And he will be in action next week. Did we get anything after this or are we go into the main event? Oh, no, we, we got something else. Okay. This is, this is all where it gets very Duke heavy. So we got Duke with the Bitcoin boys backstage. Duke has an idea to do a six man tag, uh, so that they all get money. Uh, and they said they were going to go find three Jamokes to, uh, challenge to a match. Well, first you want to, you want to make sure you, you, you let, you, we talk about how Duke is sitting there. He got a win. Eric Taylor got a win, but Mikey did not get one. So Duke is really laying to Mikey about how, you know, kind of kind of backhandedly telling him you know he didn't win but it's okay we're gonna we're gonna fix this and duke i think uh cemented what he is in this show by going you know this isn't wrestling this is a game he goes this is a game show you want to play the game and mikey said yes and you know duke i, I think that's where his character is going to come in so big throughout the show is that duke knows he's playing a game duke is not going to get over on a technical 20 minute match against Dom. He knows he's not going to get, um, you know, he's not going to go choke slam for choke slam against PB. He knows it's a game. And I think that was really important, uh, to his character as you know, uh, tonight, um, with so much Duke, this is a very, this is, you know, if you were talking about, you know, like the TV show lost, they used to have one character that they were focusing on every episode. This was the Duke episode. Episode two, it could be entitled The Duke, uh, something else. You can give him something with his name in it. But this was all about they are they are laying the, the groundwork for Duke and the Bitcoin boys. You're going to see a lot of them, I think, trying to figure out underhanded ways to get those bucks. I feel bad for the Bitcoin boys because I have a feeling if anything goes their way, Duke is going to end up screwing them in the end. So, Which is awesome. We want that. We want the underhanded Duke. We want it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't uh, want to see the Bitcoin boys uh, lose out because of the Duke. I think maybe, maybe I then maybe I do. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I, you do. Maybe I do. Maybe I want to see the Duke uh, uh, get in there and and be. Uh, uh, He's your CPA. We don't know. Snidely whiplash the whole thing. Yes, maybe, maybe he is. Maybe, maybe he is my CPA, and it'd be nice to have that. So I, I, 
I like it. I think it. I think when they went upstairs to uh, start picking on guys. Oh man! I mean, I think we brought it up before, but I think hilarious what he. They went up there and they picked out. Was it? So we'll do this now. I think Frankie and Carson and uh, and uh, Tuan was up there. Was that who was with them? Um, and and Duke had some harsh words for them. Uh, he mentioned he called them the untalented Justice League. He said Tuan whines a lot. He said something to Frankie that he didn't know what Frankie what what he didn't even know Frankie was there or something. He said you're he did and. He just ripped into those guys for a couple minutes, and it was just it was it was on a good comedy level that that lightened up the show and also gave you that extra level layer of of characters. So that room seems to be the room that everything fun goes on, that green room. And I like that they focus on that spot is where you know the shit talking is and where they're going to set things up from. And then after that, we go into the main event. Well, before wait, don't you want to? We we should set up what they set up for next so he but that to hold on hold on that was after the main event yeah you jumped ahead jay gold did i i I mean i apologize match we got we got a 97 second match (laughs) oh i i apologize i thought that was i had my notes were mixed up i thought that was beforehand my my apologies i'll i'll let's let's edit that in post there justin (laughs) it's gonna be really awkward when you hear later Uh, but yeah, let's uh, get on to the main event. We had Ziggy Haim versus Joshua Bishop. And yeah, uh, 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 not a very long match. And Joshua Bishop pinned Ziggy for the win. And that was it. She got some offense to start. And, and, and you know, Derek distracted him for a second. And she hit that drop kick off the ropes. And then uh, she got a black hole slam. That was it. Right into the center of the mat. Through yep. the mat and into the other side of uh, the the undisclosed location, right into the basement. That one went. He just drilled her. I mean, she she took it so well. He absolutely drilled her. A for effort for Ziggy, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I'm glad. Uh, you know, sometimes you uh, you say, okay, maybe you know they'll show us in wrestling. Sometimes in wrestling, there's just no room for. That you know, he's John Bishop's the champ. He's he is the the destructor. You know, he is he's Vigo. Like there is no stopping Bishop. You know what I mean? Like Ziggy should not have a chance. She got a couple of small shots in, and then he just turned it on and was like, "Nope, that's the end of that." And uh, you didn't get an underdog story. You just got Bishop getting angry and uh, putting her away. Ray, can you move out of the way so we can shoot the monster, please? <laughs> We did it. We fit the Ghostbusters reference in. <laughs> Jared would be proud. <laughs> Only movie he's seen in 30 years, 36 years. It's a spooky movie. I mean, I don't even think the champ broke a sweat in that match. That was the end of that. Okay, Jake Gold. What happened after this match? Oh, man. <laughs> well, Word for work. Gold, you better get the same exact hit, all the points. Let's go. Well, I think it was the Duke up in uh, up in that green room talking crap to people, um, trying to set up the Bitcoin boys for a three for the, the six man tag for the next week with uh, Frankie and Tuan and Carson, and uh, he called them an untalented Justice League. And then uh, you got the arrival of uh, PB Smooth and Forty Acres, who. Um, 
absolutely were looking for a fight and didn't like that Duke was trying to uh, get over on guys who he thought he could beat. And then I never saw this before, but PB uh, talked to Mikey, who decided that he would have the fight, and then he powdered up the back of Mikey's neck and gave him a good old slap. I have not seen a baby powder slap on the back of the neck before. I'm not really sure why he did that. So that was fun. Yeah, and then so, uh, Duke told him to make sure he brings his chapstick because he's going to chap BB's ass. <laughs> Which I don't think that uh, that means what he thinks it means. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure what that meant, but it, it gave me a good laugh. Baby powder and chapping going on. I don't know what the hell's going on with that. <laughs> I've never seen I've never seen someone just powder up the back of someone's neck and give it a good slap before. That was new. I, I've I've seen the baby powder slaps and uh, was it uh, Van Wilder? I want to say no. It was in um, how high? How high? Oh, okay. There was a pimp that uh, was, was smacking people and he was getting baby baby powdering up his hands, laying it in. Well, that was I thought that was a good, a nice touch, and I, I think next week we're getting uh, forty acres and Bitcoin and Duke, so that's going to be that'll be a fun three three six man tag that uh, three guys are going to walk away with five hundred each, three or three the uh, one team because you, I forgot about Jocelyn. Um, so I think uh, I think that'll be interesting to the leaderboard when that's finished to see where people lie when you have the extra five hundred. It's like getting. Instead of in uh, in soccer, instead of getting all three points for a for a win, you only get a draw. You get one point, and it kind of messes up the points table and the and the uh, standings. So that'll be very interesting to see some guys having five hundred and some having fifteen hundred. So that'll be a cool a cool new layer to the show. If Forty Acres gets the win, then Jocelyn will be the first woman on the board. Yes, yeah, she'll have she'll have five hundred. Very interesting. It's a good kick. It's a good uh, springboard. This this episode, they crammed a lot of information into this episode. Any uh, final thoughts on the episode, Jago? I loved it. That's all. I, I really did. I really, really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was even better than last week. I liked, as I said, just as I just said, they crammed a lot into it. They gave you a lot of personality. They gave you a lot to think about, um, and they they put those little nuggets in here and there that you can uh, talk about, you know, as far as we talked about like extended universe type stuff, uh, Duke and the, and the Bitcoin boys, where will he go? You know, uh, um, Ziggy and Derek, um, you got, you got Wes and Josh, you got, you know, Tuan losing that match to Kaplan. Now, where will Tuan go? Um, it was good. It was really, really good. They packed a lot of info into one episode and, uh, and, and, you know, I'm I'm just a big fan. I, I enjoyed it. It's very different, and it, it just keeps being different. So I can't wait for next week. How about you, Butters? Now I told you guys I was one and done with this, and then you guys convinced me to 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 watch this episode. Now I gotta watch more. Uh, it was it was very heavy on other elements than the wrestling, which I thought was okay. Um, obviously, you know that's gonna be a thing that happens from time to time on the show to move stuff along. So it's got to be that way, but. Uh, I, I like more wrestling, but I, I, I understand why we had to do what we had to do on this episode. So I was happy with it. I thought uh, it was a great addition to the first episode. We built on a lot of simple premises from the first episode. And now we're, I like where we're going and we still have, you know, a few more weeks to go or a few, I mean, it what supposedly going to be 10 weeks. So we got at least eight more weeks to go. I'm, yeah. We can look at IWTV guide actually has it listed all the way through June. So like IWTV's guide or IWTV guide? 
IWTV's guide, but I'm sure IWTV guide has that as well. I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't gotten that far. <laughs> no homework, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll 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 see how everything plays out. Um, I'm 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 really happy with it. I got I got no complaints. And of course, like I said earlier in this episode, we started off with two fucking great matches. I mean, great not content wise, but it was definitely for the AIW faithful. All right. Any uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? Jay Gold. Nope. Jago 12 on Twitter. See you guys soon. In a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Butters. Charlie underscore Butters on Twitter. And uh, yeah, that's it. IWTV guide. You're going to say it in the thing anyway. It's, we're, we're good. We're going to be doing this every single week for like 10 weeks. They know me by now. We're, we're good. Maybe we'll just have to like pre-record like the, the entire outro. <laughs> the, like like from the plugs. Because Jago is just going to be, nope, uh, at, at Jago 12. Yeah, we, I mean, that might work. That way we don't have to robot it all the way through. I mean, that's up to you if you want to do that. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you can find myself at jsummers330 on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, which I can find this show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Wrestling Cheers, Twitter.com slash Wrestling Cheers, Instagram.com slash Wrestling Cheers. Email, if you so choose desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com, and we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said earlier in the show, please rate, review, and subscribe your Everless in this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.podbean.com, and you can find all the links for all the social media and every place you can find the show in our link tree in this episode's show notes. You can also check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, The Spanish Announce Table, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcast friends, such as Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, The IndieCast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, Off the Hop Rope, Game Marks Podcast, We Like Sports Podcast, Powerbomb Jitsu, The Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, Positively Pro Wrestling, IWTV Guide, At Odds with Wrestling, Best in the World Podcast, Marks with Mikes, Dark Match Podcast, and Porch Talk. Check out our other non-podcasting friends, such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, The Mystery Men, Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Happy Hour with Steve Guy, The Co-Host Wrestling Show, Good Company, Toy Hio, Time Capsule Toys, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, Russell Void, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, unless you're Ethan Wright, and then we have to watch a promo package. <laughs> Later. Talk vampire teeth. <laughs> It's the wrestling cheers. Get up on your feet. Praying in your day in the middle of the week. And yeah, you gotta love the show. Yeah, you know it holds a title for the best podcast. Talking wrestling in Ohio. Finishing a cold one. Take a load off. We ain't all about the prohibition like Josh. So we cheers. 
And then we sit back Other shows are in the trash Kinda like they Nick Stapp Like the name is Matt Justice Wearing all the gold Wrestling cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max Signing off Ohio Good night The world Good night We love you We'll see you next week